Emmanuel. Viewers all over the world, thank you for joining us today in today's live broadcast. By the special grace of God, I'm here in your midst with a message that has been given to me by my mentor and my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua. <clears throat> by the special grace of God, the design of this message is to set free all souls that are under the dominion of darkness. Anywhere you are, are you in the hospital, in the prison, in your house watching us right now, Whatever medium you are using to view us, get ready to be set free from all powers of darkness. Yeah. Remember, distance is not a barrier. Are you ready to be set free? Yeah. Can I see your joy? Are you ready to be delivered? Can I see your excitement? Viewers all over the world, get ready. As you listen to this special message, you shall be delivered in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, God is good. You can smile better. Smile to someone. Say, neighbor, God is good all the time. My God is good. Ask your neighbor, is your God good all the time? In both good times and hard times alike. Say, my God is good all the time. If you believe that, sit and clap for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many people today feel that all around them things are happening. Times are changing and people are moving and they are just sitting in one place crying, depressed and sick. When they look at what is happening around them I mean their situation. They believe 
that God Almighty does not love them. If you ask them, they will ask, if truly God loves me, then why am I weak? Why am I sick? Why am I deeply hated? Why am I persecuted? Why am I attacked and falsely accused by people? Such people will find themselves measuring themselves by themselves. Judging God's love on the basis of the situation they are going through. To them, judging life in this way is a means of receiving answers to their prayers. When I complain like this to God, when I cry out to God in this way, God will hear me clearly. Unfortunately, this is not a kind of voice that God hears clearly. You may ask, what kind of voice does God hear clearly? My father and the Lord, senior prophet TV Joshua, said, and I quote, that when we come to God in humility and sincerity of the heart, God will hear us. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, when you come to Jesus in humility and sincerity of the heart, Jesus will hear you. Humility acknowledges his sins and says, Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. As a sinner, I deserve judgment. I'm happy to be in the place you have placed me to be. For I know that I deserve nothing, but I will be glad if anything good is given to me. You did not come for the righteous, for the saved, for the knowledgeable, for the wise, but for sinners of which I am one. People of God, this is the kind of voice 
that God hears most clearly. You are all here in the presence of God to seek his face for one thing or the other. Remember, this is the kind of voice that God Almighty hears most clearly. Right now, you are expected to identify sin as your real problem if you want a real solution to your problem. Where there is sin, there will be forgiveness. If there is no sin, there will be no need for forgiveness. Where there is misery, there is need for mercy. As you stand, viewers all over the world, and also people that are seated here, as you sit in the awesome presence of the Most High God, who is more than able to meet your needs, find out what your unpleasant situation is as you listen to today's message titled, The Object of Mercy. Can I hear you say, neighbor? I've got a message for you. Can you smile and say to someone, say, neighbor, I have got a message for you titled, The Object of Mercy. Turn with me quickly to uh, today's proof text. Firstly, we have to read the book of Matthew chapter. The book of Matthew chapter 9, from 1 to 13, and the book of John, the gospel of John chapter 9, at your convenience, read from the beginning to the end. So let's start with the book of Matthew chapter 9. So he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his, to his own city. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. Verse 3. And at once some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. 
Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Verse 7. And he arose and departed to his house. Now, when the multitudes saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such power to men. Verse 9. As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. He arose and followed him. Now it happened, as Jesus sat at the table in the house, that behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard that, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Our mercy, our message, the object of mercy. From the very text we have just read now, you agree with me that if you say that you are complete in yourself, if you say that you are perfect, then our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has no duty to perform in your life. If you say you have no sin, you made God a liar and the truth is not in you. What is your sin? What kind of sin do you have that is threatening your position or your presence before the living God? The Bible says that you have not committed the unpardonable sins. Whether your sins are great or small, if you say you're a harlot, if you say you're a froster, if you say you're a smoker, if you say that you're a kidnapper, the Bible says whether your sins are great or small, Jesus Christ has paid the price on the cross of Calvary. He did not come for the righteous people. He came for sinners like you. Those of you in the prison, if you say you have committed unpardonable sin, look inward. Jesus Christ loves sinners like you, but hates the acts. 
whether your sins are great or small, he is able, I mean, more than able to forgive you. Those who have sinned can turn to Jesus and have hope in him. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21. A virgin shall bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. What sin have you committed? Who told you you cannot quit smoking? Who told you you cannot stop your bad habits? Anywhere you are all over the world, whatever sins you have committed, look unto Jesus. He is the real object of mercy. Look unto Jesus. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and confess their sins, I will hear from heaven. Forgive them and heal their lands. What are you facing? Is it sickness? Remember, sin in the soul is the cause. Is it rejection or hatred? Remember, sin in the soul is the cause. Many people that have sicknesses like cancer, HIV, AIDS, can easily identify the cause of their problem. If you find time to ask them, they will tell you that it's not too far from sin. Sin is the bitter root of all pain. Sin is the cause of your problem. Our own role is to confess our sins and look unto Jesus, the object of mercy for our forgiveness. First step, learn to forgive yourself. Who told you that you cannot be forgiven? Learn to forgive yourself and then learn to forgive others. The Bible says, Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Can you see the condition? How many people have you let go the offense they have committed against you? How many people have you forgiven today even as you are in the presence of God, seeking for his mercy. 
Blessed are the merciful, for they shall do what? Obtain mercy. Have you forgiven your wife today? Have you forgiven your neighbors? Have you forgiven those who have falsely accused you and attacked you with deep hatred? If there is no sin, there will be no need for forgiveness. Jesus said to the paralytic from where we have just read, Son, your sins are forgiven you. Viewers all over the world, just as you have been offended many times, remember that you too have offended many people. Anywhere you are, it is the mercy of God that can set you free. Mercy is given freely to those who give them freely. If you have an offense in your heart and you are listening to this message, please let go the offense so that this message can enter your heart. Remember we told you that the design of this message is to set free all souls. We are not saying only those that are here. We are saying all souls, all over the world that are under the bondage or dominion of Satan. Jesus Christ wants sinners to be forgiven and then become channels of salvation to the lost world. He wants you to receive forgiveness and then forgive other people that have offended you. You left your former job because of offense. You left your church because of offense. You have lost many partners because of offense. We move from one church to another, move from one mentor to another, move from one pastor to another. Today we say, this man is my mentor. Tomorrow, another one is my mentor. Today we say, Jesus is Lord. Tomorrow, we say, Jesus be cursed because of offense in our hearts. Jesus Christ wants sinners to be saved and then become channels of salvation to the lost world. He wants you to understand this. He wants to use you to forgive people. Why not make yourself available? Jesus Christ understood this and wants you to be used as a channel of salvation to the lost world. What are you doing? How many people are you holding in bondage as a result of offense in your heart? Christ's understanding of the salvation of mankind was, is, and will be the wonders 
of his disciples. Are you one of them? Christ's understanding of the salvation of mankind was, is, and will be the wonders of his disciples. There is hope for sinners like you and I. There is hope for you. And the hope is Jesus. The hope is who? Can I hear you? In his time, Christ shows them that dominion was generally abused. Those whom people of the world believe that they cannot be used by God are the people God keeps using for his glory. Christ shows them that dominion was generally abused in this world. If you turn your Bibles to the book of Proverbs, chapter 30, verse 28, it is written, A lizard can be caught with a hand, yet it is found in king's palaces. What have you done that will always make you afraid each time you want to come to church or each time you want to pray to God? A lizard can be caught with a hand, yet it is found in king's palaces. What does this mean to you? This means that God the Almighty takes the unlikely people like you and I and puts them into his palace for eternity. Tell your neighbor your past is over. Tell your neighbor your sins are forgiven. Tell your neighbor, because of Christ, your sins are forgiven. And you are just like a person without sin. Tell your neighbor, I see myself as someone who has not committed any sin at all because of Christ. What are you going through in life? Your miserable background is an object of mercy. If you look around the world today, you agree with me that the great things that shakes the foundation of the world oftentimes come 
from humble backgrounds. Oftentimes come from a dirty place. Consider the life of the biblical characters. People like Moses. Moses was once a murderer. You said you're a kidnapper. You said you have killed many people and now you're in prison. And you're listening to this message. Some will say I have committed this sin, committed that sin because of that. God is angry with me. I cannot conceive again. I played with my life when I was a young lady. Played with my life when I was a young man. And I can see the consequence now. The consequence is that I am barren. Dirty things that oftentimes shake the foundation of the world today usually come from dirty background, dirty place, dirty life. Moses was once a murderer. When God entered his life and put an end to his past, he became a deliverer and the prophet of the Most High God. You will achieve your goal. Can I hear your amen? Saul, who later became Paul, the apostle, was a state persecutor. Many people have said many things against the living churches all over the world. Many people have done terrible things, even claimed life of innocent people all over the world. Saul, who later became Paul, was a state persecutor who murdered saints of God. When the mercy of God got him on his way to Damascus, the Bible said he later became an apostle of the Most High God. Can you wave your hand and say thank you, Jesus? Tell your neighbor there is hope for you. Can I see you smile? You need to give a cheerful smile to someone. Viewers all over the world, anywhere you are, in the prison, on the sick bed, being maltreated and cheated, listen to me. There is hope for you. Jesus Christ is the hope. Peter was a simple fisherman. He said, I came from an aquatic background. I came from an idol worshiping background. I I came from a wretched family. I am jobless. I have no job. I beg to eat. Peter was a simple fisherman. By the grace of God in his life, he became an apostle of God. Your life will change today. Something is happening to your situation now. 
a change is taking place. Esther was a slave, I mean, an Hebrew slave. You said, my state is this, and I'm suffering in another state as a servant. You said you are in another country, you went there for a greener pasture, but you have found yourself in the prison. You have found yourself in a place you cannot even come back home. Hmm. Esther was an Hebrew slave when the grace of God came upon her. Her situation became an object of mercy. And she found herself as a queen in a strange land. What about you? Daniel was a slave falsely accused and thrown into the den. Many maltreated him, humiliated him, embarrassed him, called him all sorts of names, asked him, prayer warrior, pray. Let's see how you come out. He later found himself as a leader. Jabez was from a family with a line of never take note, never do wells. When they mention his family, they say, that family that Jabez come from, nothing good has ever come from it. Forget about these people. They will become slave, poor, and failure forever. What is your background? Where are you? What are you facing? What is your situation? Jesus Christ, God Almighty, became his object of mercy. And he was not only blessed, but he became honorable before his brethren. I can see a radical change in your life. I can see a radical transformation in your business. I can see a change from sickness to good health. A change from poverty to blessing. A change from hatred to love. A change from hardship to prosperity. What other cases do you want me to mention? Are you talking of Jephthah? Are you talking of the three Hebrew friends, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego? God has never created anyone without a situation. When you entered this world, you encountered trouble. And that was why you cried out at the point of your delivery. Everyone faces challenges. But as children of God, our own challenges are not curses. C-U-R-S-E-S. Are not curses, but blessings.
Now, the false accusations, the name callings, the humiliations, the intimidations, deep hatred, rejection, campaign of calumny. And other vices we suffer in the hands of our detractors cause us to be known all over the world. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I do not need to advertise myself. No, tell the viewers. Say, viewers, I do not need to advertise myself. My God has given me. Come on, shake your body. Say, neighbor, my God has given me a free advert. Persecution, hatred, name calling. Jealousy, campaign of calumny, rejection. We suffer. I suffer from the hands of my detractors all over the world. Make me to be known all over the world. Tell your neighbor, I have. Free advice. I have never seen anyone who is not highly criticized that attracted attention of people all over the world. I have never seen anyone who has been accused of falling, even when he is not, known all over the world. Tell you about my situation. Serves as my free advert. If you know this, you will learn to keep your mystery. You will learn to do what? Keep your mystery. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, in the midst of false accusation, hatred, or rejection, please keep your mystery. What can separate me from the presence of God? Is it your false accusation? Name calling? Rejection? Hatred? What? I have kept my mystery. Mystery is unknowable secret. Mystery is divine revelation. Divine wisdom. Signs and wonders. All these are mysteries. Jesus was accused, blindfolded by people, 
and also said by the same people that blackboarded him, prophesy. We knew you used to prophesy. Prophesy to us. Tell us who among us blindfolded you. Now tell us who among us is beating you. He had the power to prophesy, but he kept his mystery. He did not change his position. He stayed put on the cross and had himself crucified. As if that crucifixion, as if that insult and embarrassment was not bad enough. We are not bad enough. They took him down and buried him so that his rejection could be completed. Jesus was very happy in his heart. He was the word and he had his spirit. He was very happy and kept his mystery. The persecution, name calling, temptations, tribulations, false accusations, humiliations, poverty, or whatever you are going through now are designed to capture you and your household for the glory of God. When they finished their jobs, Jesus rose from the dead and was declared to be the Son of God. Oni Shabbat. And every tongue confessed and still confesses that Jesus is the Lord. Your obstacle will bow. Your sicknesses will bow. Your situation will surrender. Can you match them? Match them? Match them? Match them, viewers. Anywhere you are, match them under your feet. Jesus has risen. You died with Christ. Say my situation is under my feet. Behold, I have received power to trample on snakes and scorpions. To trample on Satan and all his agents. And nothing shall by any means hurt me and my household. Right now, because you have seen Jesus as the real object of mercy. As insects seek and locate honey, so also goodness and mercy of God shall seek you and your household now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy 
shall follow you all the days of your life and you say to us and you shall dwell in the house of God forever and ever and ever I leave you with Jesus.